I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. I'm about to dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode six. One, two, down, two, dunk. You can find us on clnsmediadailycenter.com, dash radio, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Join this morning by Andrew. Man, man brew. Taylor. Domo Ricato, Mr. Roboto. Domo. 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 Man brew. And Jay. It's Jay. <laughs> so I missed your Thanksgiving pod, your post Thanksgiving pod. Yeah. It was a great listen. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. How was, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Thank you. Was it a great listen? Thank you. <laughs> Taylor's cookie take was. Oh yeah, the most surprising thing. About that. You guys, you guys are like wind horse dramatizing the rust thing with Billy <laughs> with this cookie Thanksgiving thing. <laughs> no, it's good. Hey, and I will say, uh, my sister in law definitely put stuffing in a waffle maker. Oh, good. Ooh, <laughs> what'd she think? I I didn't eat it. I don't know. It looked awesome. I was really mad because it was post my leftover take, so I just like ate half the fridge, and then it's good. She made that waffle, and I said, "Dang it." I had I had a bunch of uh, leftovers at my house for Thanksgiving that mm-hmm. I had in my refrigerator. I went to work in in Stillwater, came back, I was gone from my house for a few days. Came back to a stinky house, stinky leftovers. Oh no! Wait, the, was your fridge open a little no. bit? Did your I had to throw them out? Got a stinky house now. <laughs> what happened? How's your waffle maker? Still dirty? Mine can't can't. Clean. I actually had that one is dead. I had to throw it away. Luke. It wasn't my fault. It was on its last legs when he gave it to me. <laughs> brand new. It was just out of the box, no, straight to your house. That was not true. That was not true. Straight I could out tell the box. how it was wrapped up, that it wasn't It wasn't a prized possession. See, never lend Luke anything. <laughs> the others, he not only will ruin it, but then blame we'll, you for we'll it. blame other people <laughs> Here's for the it. thing. How do you clean them? I don't know. Well, you, I probably would let them cool down. <laughs> well, yeah. But, yeah, but uh, do you stick them in the washer? No, no. They have electrical parts. Do you, you can't run them on the faucet. So the Thunder are still currently first in defense. Hold on, does Luke not know how to hand wash stuff? Hey, Luke? hey, no, hey, he doesn't. We're past no. that. Let's move on. <laughs> no, Luke does not. He puts uh, himself in the dishwasher. <laughs> number one in defense. Yeah, number one. I think there are twenty in offense. Is that where you have them? That's what they were as of yesterday afternoon. I'm checking, but uh, it's a good team, guys. Fourth in that rating. Rating. Yeah, twentieth in offensive rating. Fourth in net rating. Yay! 5.8, which is pretty good. Better than the Clippers, believe it or not. Yeah. Better than I think the Warriors. Who's ahead of them? Denver, Milwaukee. And Toronto, Toronto. who beat the Warriors last night mm-hmm. in a crazy Kevin Durant game. I mean, it was insane. We were talking a little bit about this last night off the Dream Team pod, but we've been completely robbed of watching Kevin Durant in his prime. Yeah, oh yeah. Because like we would get this... On the reg, but we you get like seventy five, like sixty to seventy five percent of Kevin Durant 
when the team is healthy, like you, you're just the league is robbed of right. watching the greatness of Kevin Durant. Yeah, and I think it's it's the thing in the middle of all of this conversation about LeBron's 2000. Like the thing that keeps coming back in the 2017. You know, I think that the Warriors. You know, if Kevin Durant wasn't there, wouldn't have beat that. You know, because that we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Zach Lowe mentions that that 2017 Cavs team. He says mm-hmm. is, you know, was a juggernaut that we didn't know about. But I think the thing <laughs> for me is, like everything was trending in the direction of the Thunder yeah. being the team that really I think would have beaten the Warriors the next year, and they could especially have. if they would have added. I mean, they already added Victor. I don't know. What are we talking about? This, what are we doing? Anyway, what are you doing? But yeah, so all that know. to say that that the whole league. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before. How much that ruined the league on multiple levels. It's not yeah. just the the competition side of it that did it. It's also the parody and the enjoyability of of watching a guy like that that's actually being able to be the guy on a team. So yeah, maybe Andrew, next year, Andrew, in New you York. Complained. You opened the door for that. Jay just walked through it. He was talking more just kind of broadly. Talking about like last like the night. whole league has, isn't like how, getting to watch. He was just around. great last night. Yeah, the other part that I would say is like there was also four games that they looked horrible. It was great to be a part of this. <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was for pretty the enjoyable. That was pretty enjoyable. But yeah, the Thunder. Uh, the Cavs game was one of those stereotypical games that it felt like last year, uh, first half, and it was like, oh man, they're gonna let. I the- mean, you knew that to me, like I wasn't worried at all because no, 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 Jordan Clarkson was going to cool off. He hit what? How many four jumper, four possession jumpers in had, a row? Yeah, I think four in a row. I think he ended up with like five in a row at one point where he was just unconscious, and then. What's great? And he may have actually been unconscious during that game. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> this is like similar to like what teams used to do with Antoine Walker. They used to pray that he would hit his first three. Yeah. So that he would take like another seven <laughs> more and then miss a bunch of them. Like it, it sucked that he made a bunch of shots in the first half, but you knew that the second half he that was, was unsustainable. It was mm-hmm. going to fall off a cliff, and that was it was great. Yep, his tattoo powers were going to. <laughs> oh my gosh, I fail. forget like how many neck tattoos he has. He didn't have them until this year. That's okay, one of my. I more... felt like I was going crazy. No, 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 no. He got all of them in the summer. Oh, he did. Okay, yes. I felt like I was going crazy because I don't remember him being like that. One but... of my most ashamed hot takes from back in the day was how much I used to love Jordan Clarkson. Tulsa guy. Tulsa I used to just. Is he really? Isn't I don't know. He went to Tulsa University oh. of Tulsa. So, here's the thing. The Cavs aren't as awful. They've been trending at least in somewhat of a positive direction since they let Jr. Yeah, not play. They're okay. Um, I mean, they beat the Rockets, which I just wanted to say that, and then they they actually won on the Sixers' home floor, which mm-hmm. is their first road win. But maybe anyway, the, maybe not the Rockets aren't good. They aren't. So I mean, so far, but I think that, and I'm not trying to make this into a, a positive win, but it's one of those wins where the Thunder would have. Last year, we've talked about this a lot. It's about time to probably stop talking about it. But last year, it would have been a game that they just let the Cavs stick around for too long. It would have been way tighter in the fourth quarter. And then that third quarter, I mean, what did the Cavs score? 15 points in the third quarter? Yeah, the defense just was went ridiculous. crazy. And, uh, yeah, so they scored 15 points in the third quarter. The game was over. I don't even think, did Russ and them even play? Yeah, they played a little bit down the line. 37 minutes in that game was too much for Russ, but whatever. Um, they played. They played till like two minutes left. Yeah, they did. They played a long time. I don't know why they played that long, but yeah. You know who else played a lot? Who? Deontay. Wasn't he great? Deontay reminds <laughs> me of Dion Burton. <laughs> he's except for like he skies for that block. Like, I'm not talking about his play. 
I, he plays different than Dion. Watch him run and be on the court. It looks like Dion's body is. It's got on similar the court. thickness. It's like Dion with proportions are very similar. It's like Dion if he had a Lego head. Yes, yes, and they called him Block. And was like the most surprising athletic freak. He is. He is a freak athlete. It's he's, crazy, yeah. man. He's like he's he's sneaky athletic because he looks too heavy to he be. He looks able way to too heavy. He's, he's like a lot like Zion. Yeah. Because I mean, have you watched Zion play? Yeah, he's a giant. He's, too? he's terrifying. Just Zion kidding. Williams, though, okay. Just kidding. He's terrifying. So here's the thing, Burton. I want to go back to Zion when you go ahead. Going. No, no, please. Burton. Okay, I will. Oh okay. wait, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Ready? <laughs> One, two. Burton is really a guy. He's a guy. Like this isn't just our like odd, you know, love of some rando that shouldn't be playing. Like this is. He's good. He's a man. He may be the guy that I'm maybe the most confident outside of Paul George and Alex sometimes of shooting a three, too. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, there's times where oh, he really? hesitates to shoot, and I'm like, just shoot it. Yeah. Like, his shots, it's it looks good. It's, he's probably not making them at the clip that I think he's he is. He's four, four of 11 on the season. Yeah, which is 36%. It, does, it feels like he's four of six. <laughs> Yeah, he. I think he did miss. Like I don't know. What early he missed August. way more. But anyway, I, I really like Burton. I think, and I said this on Twitter, and and I think it's worth mentioning again here is between Diallo and Burton this off season, like those are two sneaky great additions to this mm-hmm. team that didn't cost anything. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about this obviously a little bit later because there's a few Twitter questions about it. But you know, having Diallo locked up for three years. On that, uh, is that a rookie level? I guess that's just a no. That's that's different. It's a, it's a three-year deal. Yeah, just a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. It that seems like sometime here in the next few weeks, the Thunder are going to have to sign Burton to some sort of. I don't even know what they're at. Like they have forty-five days that he can be with the team. Okay, and so they'll wait until that's over. Yeah, and then, but then sign I, him. But I surely, think, right? I mean, they'll probably offer him a three-year deal, just like. Hamis and maybe non guarantee the the last year or something like that. I don't know. I did I I would guess that's what they'll do. That's that's the kind of stuff though for this year that makes me a little more than usual excited about the potential of this team. Like they have depth. Yeah, I mean they're missing their three shooting guards that would start, you know. Ferguson's starting because Robertson's out. Then Diallo started because Ferguson was out. And and then Abrina started. And then Abrina started because they were all out. And you can still play guys. Even even the Nadar, man, played pretty well. Yeah. And you can still play guys that are still better than the wings you had last year. I know. Easily. It's crazy. Like yeah. this fifth string wing is better than the next Houston's guy you had. Singler. Yeah. Corey yeah. Brewer. Dakari Johnson. Dakari. Dakari played minutes oh for gosh. this team last year. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of wasted roster spots on this team uh, last year. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean I just I I thought Burton was incredible against the Cavs. He was really good against good. Charlotte. And it's not only like the the dunking, the blocks, like his defense was legitimately good against the Cavaliers. Yeah. So, yeah. It was really, really good. Um and it looked like Russ kind of played himself back into a, a nice groove offensively. Russell That was, first quarter was rough. Russell was unbelievable that He night. was a, unbelievable. That second quarter because I remember looking at the score. I was watching the game late. 
And there were six minutes left in the second quarter, and I knew that they finished the the game or the half with 47 points, mm-hmm. and they were only at 26. And I was like, oh, my God, they scored 21 points in like <laughs> It's kind of fun watching games like that. Here. Yeah, it is kind of fun. Like, only, how did this happen? Only if there's a good outcome yeah, for on sure. the way. <laughs> for sure. And then that second half, he was amazing. Yeah, Russell, if you didn't catch his line, 23 points, 18 total rebounds, 15 assists. And this was following the Nuggets game where he played – just horrible basketball. Yeah, he was re- he was he was bad. Russ, it was one of the worst games I remember. That fourth it's called, it's called taking hacks, man. You got to take hacks to get good at something. I mean, obviously, like the whole drama that came out of it is is the whole shooting practice after you know and he did it to himself. That's Russell, right? Yeah, is it's, that it's, his his mistakes? He creates all of his own. He problems, does it to right? himself, and he doesn't care. He does supposedly, it. he's but, so loud. With everything that Agent he does. of chaos. He, he's like, I made a mistake, and I'm going to let you know, I know how bad that I this made was. a mistake, right? I'm going to make you all stay until midnight to talk to me. Which is the crazy thing about that Nuggets game. So the Nuggets are a good team, right? Like they're, cool. a, they're one game ahead of the Thunder in, mm-hmm. in the division and the conference. And, and you look at the Nuggets, and the Thunder shouldn't have had any part of that game. Like they should not have been in the end of that game. And the next thing you know, it's five points, mm-hmm. and Russ literally shoots them out of the game. Mm hmm. Anytime they got within six or five, it was a bad three. And I don't, we're not trying to relive that game, but um, but then you look at the way he rebounded and or the way he not just rebounded, but the way he came back against the Nuggets mm-hmm. or against the Cavs, and that's what Russ does. Rarely does he follow up one bad game with the second. He also had nineteen rebounds. Yeah, yes. nineteen. Like think about that. A guard. I know, like that number doesn't. It's not so crazy for us watching Russell, but like just think about. Like a guard gets 19 rebounds, and that's not even what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insane. We're talking about how bad he was. <laughs> right. Right. Jay? Yeah. Um, Jay wants to talk it about it. wasn't just Jay, though. Everyone was talking about how bad Russ was. In that game? That game. Yes. No, no, not I'm, the Cavs game. No, I'm talking about the Cavs He game. did not oh, have 19 oh, against oh, oh, He didn't oh, have 19 oh, oh. against Denver. I didn't know. Everybody was talking about the triple double, him tying Jason Kidd. Yeah. But still, That's the 19 true. rebounds was crazy. Well, and the, if you looked at the Denver game, one of the people that deserved a lot of the critique from that game is Adams. Adams was really bad. He didn't finish well. He did not finish well. Mm-hmm. He still had 14 rebounds. and he, I mean, Jokic didn't... To me, Jokic was not... Um, he It was not... His great game, you know, against the Thunder. I yeah. thought I thought Adams played him. Plumley was well. really good, though. Plumley was great, uh, yeah. which is so weird. There's a while where it looked like he was Wilt Chamberlain at the rim. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> He's a good player. Um, anyway, but it, all that to say that this team's good. <clears throat> he had 18 rebounds. I don't know why I thought he had 19. He We're had 20 18. games in the season. Thunder are 13 and seven, and obviously their their ratings tell a story as well. And they're only going to get better from here, is what you would assume, because. They should get their players back. Thirteen and seven is a really nice record. Mm-hmm. Just very happy with that. Mm. You know what else is really yeah. nice? An anthem beer. Mm-hmm. Go into their tap room. You can get a flight of all their beers. Find your favorite. Order it. <laughs> the other thing you can do is get specific beers that are there that are nowhere else where they're trying different things Ooh. mixed in like a brandy barrel Schmier. or like a different kind of alcohol barrel that gives a different flavor, different texture, and it's only available at their tap room. Andrew, if you're reaching for an Anthem beer today, which Anthem beer are you reaching for? 
probably the uh, their new IPA. What's it called? Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride, Ride or, die, or IPA. die. It is yeah. very good. Available now at liquor stores. Yep. Maybe at a Walmart. I don't know if it's at a Walmart. Here's how you know their beers are at Walmart. Here's how you know you find it. Look for the coolest can in the entire beer department. It's true. Mm-hmm. Find it. It's kind it's of a, that's it. It's got a kind skull. of a subjective thing to ask. It's got people. a skull on it. No, no, nope. they'll see it. Should, should be objective. I hate you. But Ryder IPA, what? check it out. Also, Uroboros. It's Uroboros. cold enough. Uroboros. Yeah. We always go back to stouts at the, this time of the year. It'll warm you up. But Ooh. anything they do, golden one, yum. Arjuna, yum, 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 yum. Yummy. They're great. Go to their IPA. tap room. Check them out. They Yum. got live Yum. music there. They'll have food trucks around every now and again. Fridays, yeah. mostly. Yes. You got to check them out. If yeah. you're in town, check them out. If you're out and about, you know, you're going downtown, going to the pop-up shops. Yeah, if you're Canadian and you're oot in a boot. Oot in a boot. If you're around. Yeah. Drop by. Have a and, beer. Uh, Say hi to the people. You're downtown shopping, hanging out, seeing the pop-up shops down Blue Garden, mm. getting you a nice uh, incense dish from Craig Proper. Just swing on by Anthem. Swing on by. Support those that support us. And they're great. Hey, guys. Are there any stats this week that made you say, what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? 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 I can't read lips, Jay. Say what? Stat of the week. Taylor, hit us with your say what. I'm going to start with this stat. Why do people try to out like analyze this do thing and say RJ Barrett's a better player than Zion Williamson, and that he's going to go number like yeah <clears throat> I don't I don't know the exact answer to that but I do know that like RJ has been ahead of Zion for like a while so it's like not a new thing so it must be people just saying like I want to but see why more. is it still happening because it's so obvious that. If you're an NBA team, if there's an NBA team next year that takes RJ Barrett over Zion Williamson, it's going to be the Kings. RJ thinks he's the man, though, and and he is really good. Zion is like the unique player. RJ is like this very good player that RJ is, will wave off everybody else on the team. He goes Kobe. He does a lot. He people, goes Kobe. People like to be contrarian and say, "Oh, this is the consensus number one." They look, "Oh yeah, well this guy." Well, Zion's it's more of like that guy than it is RJ, though, because RJ came into the season as oh yeah, he's the, been the number one, the number, number one guy recruit right. from his class. For so like Zion's the, more like the contrarian guy than so, RJ is. So here, so just for fun, yeah, Andrew, you do a lot of draft stuff, and Taylor, you obviously have an opinion on these guys. Like I've, you look at these bottom <laughs> barrel teams, Phoenix. Atlanta. I mean, I don't know who else is down there that would be going for these picks, but Houston, Houston. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Wow. Uh, <laughs> what's the best landing place for? Like, which one would be you'd be the most excited about Zion going to Atlanta? None of these. Him and Trey. Ooh, that would <laughs> be, be a lot of sick. fun. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Where did you say the Hawks? That would Ooh. be really sick. Yeah. Ooh, Atlanta. Man, that would be, be incredible. Would be super fun. Uh. And next also, to John, Co- you play John Collins at. Se- you just yeah. play both of them up front. Yeah, you know where I don't want him to go. Dunk City, huh. Cleveland. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, it's a gross place to land. Uh, Sacramento. They don't have. Their they don't pick. have their pick. <laughs> Plus, they'll be in like the <laughs> oh fifteen. It feels like. Yeah, uh, really, Atlanta is my favorite landing. spot. Atlanta is a really good spot because, like, I, Chicago. No, they would absolutely love Zion Williamson down there. That would be yeah. amazing. In Atlanta? Yeah. Fill the stadium up, that, which they need because they're 
Yeah, always. That's my that's my dream spot. Or if Dallas can somehow somehow there, I think they'd be too good, right? They they should be, but they won't make the playoffs. So. And they get Doncic and Zion Williams. Be freaking awesome. Because everyone else is trying to be too smart about the draft. Wow, that'd be amazing. That would be awesome. Guys, you know what makes me say what? Looking at the standings. Mm -mm. That the Rockets are second to last (laughs) in the West. Who's right above them? The Jazz. The Jazz. But But the thing is, they're five games out of the number one seed. That's quite a ways. <laughs> That's a quarter of the games they've played right now. Think of it that way. Yeah. The West is crazy, man. The West is everything. How many teams have seven losses right now? Five? Um, more than more than seven no, losses? No, between se- So everybody, Three. yeah. Three and then six. Seven. Yeah. The Clippers have six. And the Nuggets, I think, as well. No, they have seven losses, one more win than the Thunder. But, like, everybody is smashed in there. Like, mm-hmm. I think you're starting to see some of the teams that you would assume. So we're a quarter of the way se- through the season. Like who, who are you pretty certain is a playoff caliber team? Top four for the, the West. Golden State. Yep. OKC. Denver. I don't know. Right. Like Clippers. I think the Clippers are going to make it, but I wouldn't say top four for sure. I don't know. Are you only, I thought you were only asking for four well, yeah, teams. Yeah. That, no, yeah for, I, I, that I'm sorry. That's confusing. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not buying Clipper stock. Right it's the now. same as the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know what to think of the Grizzlies. It seems yeah. like they're playing really well. They've but. lost three in a row. Okay, good. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, the Rockets, I just cannot see the Rockets missing the playoffs. The Rockets will make it. I, I can't see you, the Lakers What about the Jazz? The I think the Jazz will make it. I don't think the Rockets will make it. They've got so much to pull together. I don't think they will. Go ahead. Go on. No, I'm not because you're playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's my hot take. I They're mean, that would be... It. That's scorching. Shocking. They'll make it. Can you not see... I can see the Jazz missing. I can't see the Rockets The missing. Jazz could... Yes. They, I don't think No, they will, man. They, they just they, got Kyle Korver. That's crazy. <laughs> Come man. on. They did a... I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll he, help. It'll help. Sure, fine. They can't shoot. Which is and weird because defend. they have like the best non-warrior shooter in the NBA on their team. <laughs> Joe Ingles. I know. Well, Donovan Mitchell was a good shooter last year, too. Also, he, was, he wasn't, though. He shot mid to low 30s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so, shooting oh, like really? 29% yeah. this season. Also, they're playing Dante Exum a lot, who just you Man. don't have to guard. Yeah, and they just got rid of Alec Burks, which is, I mean, I don't know. Burks, I thought, was... That's was why I thought getting, they overpaid. All right. That's why I thought yeah. they overpaid, because they're playing Burks. Minutes this year. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I thought so. He played. He played, and he was pretty You lose athleticism. They also have the one. They also have one shoot. guy that can create his own shot now. Not Kyle Korver. One. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm serious. Look yeah. at look up and down the roster. How Rubio? many? No, 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 no. That you like oh, Donovan? Duff. Yeah, Jeez. Donovan. <laughs> you're like who? Is who it? is it? Oh. It's Donovan Mitchell, and that's really about it. And Alec Burks was the guy off the bench. Who he was could the other that. guy that could. I mean, they have nobody else in create. Yeah, because their own Exum shot. and Rubio, like, all you have to do is guard the rim in theory with those guys, especially the way that Rubio has. Regress. Yeah, Rubio off. just play passing lanes with Rubio. Lay off him a little bit, yeah. and that's. But he punished, punished the. Thunder he did. Last he, year. he did in a strange, strange series in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was it was weird. All right, so my say what's that of the week was uh, the Houston Rockets. Now wait for it because it's not. This isn't really what it was, but the Houston Rockets the other day, the most points by a starting backcourt. This is the second most points by starting backcourt since 1970 when stats were recorded. 
James Harden had 54, Eric Gordon had 36. So combined for 90. Mm-hmm. That's not what made me say what. What made me say what is the number one. Anybody got a guess? Or did you see this by any chance? Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. It was the 06 Lakers. <laughs> it's, oh, this, it really Lakers. did make me think, oh, what? Uh, say what? Kobe Bryant scored 81 points. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the second leading scorer, or I guess the second scorer in that to equal 94 was Smush Parker Smush. with 13 points. Yeah. Like that's sp- true. That's one point ahead of uh, the Rockets. That's hilarious. I don't know. I thought that was funny. That is really that funny. That is really funny. Oh, and the Rockets lost that game, by the way, but yeah, no one talked that about the, that. Was that to the Zards? Yes. It was to yeah. the Zards. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who are not good either. They are not. We're not. <clears throat> what? We're not talking about the Zards. We, we can't, can't talk about the Zards. You ever say what's down of the week? Guys, I can't talk about the Zards. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Um, <laughs> now I get what y'all are talking about. I missed that. All right. Uh, Paul George has taken double the amount of mid-range jumpers that Russell Westbrook has taken this season. That's good. Double. Isn't that good? 109 to 53. I know Russell's missed games, but still, double. Double is a lot. Now, so let, let me walk through that a little bit with you. Okay. Is that because... <laughs> Hold hands. Come on. <laughs> is that because Russ is taking less? I mean, he's taking less. Well, he's been out for some games. Is too. that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Yeah, it's Is a great it? thing because he's taking a ton of shots in the restricted area. Yes. He's second on the team in shots in the restricted area. 104 First shots. being Stephen Adams, I hope. Mm, you're yeah. right. Okay. 157 <laughs> for Steve. Where's Jeremy at on the restricted area? Guess. He's got to be guess. up there, too. Guess. Third. No. Fourth. Yes. Nice guess. Yeah. Jeremy... <laughs> Then guess who's I feel like I haven't had done Please this. don't do this. Please guess, don't guess do this. Third. Guess who's third? Who Paul George. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, you know. Schroeder? Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Nice hey, guessing. So I, I think it's one of the failures of this podcast so far is that we have not yet talked about how fantastic Jeremy Grant has been over this stretch. <laughs> he has been amazing. He's been really good. And his shot looks good, man. Do they have a shooting coach right now? They. I mean, they... I mean, do they have a different one? Because I think they they got one this off season. No, I don't remember. Got, I mean, also guys work with their own guys. All yeah, the time. Jeremy Grant's mo like he's minimized how many movements he's making, and his shot looks it good, looks man. Really, really mm-hmm. good. So here's the funny thing about that. Just the just because it makes me laugh. Like, what NBA player is not working on their shot? <laughs> Every single one. The ones that are on IG. Hey, hey, I got this down, man. I don't need shooting. Right. Just show me how to dribble. What's funny is like Robertson was working with a shooting coach this summer. And they're like, oh, everybody's like, well, finally. <laughs> like, like he's never done it before. Yeah, Drake got in the NBA. Was like, man, I don't know. I don't think I need any work with my shot. This whole shooting thing is a little overrated. They didn't draft me for this. <laughs> Do you want? You also want to know what's wild about the NBA? Is watch watch Andre Robertson. In warm-ups and watch him in practices, mm-hmm. dude is hitting like 70% of his three-point <laughs> shots. Like, you want to know why you disregard any Carmelo Anthony video is because when you're not playing against NBA players, it's way easier. When you're one of shots. the best 400 basketball players in the world playing by yourself, when you, you should make shots. When you're in the gym by yourself, you're going to shoot it well. Those, yeah. those Carmelo videos, I hate them. I know. It's just a hilarious. It's hilarious that he thinks it's still going to work on people. I kind of love him. <laughs> because how of much that? Yes. Did you see who's who the top who the top was and probably cuz it's just who I follow, but Russell Westbrook liked it. I'm sure he did. 
They're still friends, though. They are buds. Yeah, they're yeah. buddies. They're buds. He's, coming, bad he's for, coming back. I feel bad for Mello. Mm. He's just done. He's, like, done. he's, he's yeah. just done. He'll be great in China, though. Man, it's his <laughs> fault that he's done, though. It is his fault. He could... Is it? Father, yes. Father be, Time is undefeated. No, Taylor. because... <laughs> It's not like he can't score. That's my least favorite NBA quote. It's not like he can't score 30 points in a game, though, Randy. Like, he can still score. He just refuses to just be that guy off the bench. He won't do it. He can't, though, man. Dude, he He, hasn't shot well from the three-point. I mean, he was awful. Dude, this year, though, he he still had a couple games over 20 points at good efficiency. He could be this player that plays 20 minutes a night. He does not want to be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He came off the bench for the Rockets. Yeah. And, and, he and mostly and hated not, it. He mostly was not good. He mostly was not good. He's defensively just such a problem. If he could play for a contender, if he could play for the Rockets or the Warriors or somebody and come off the bench, I think he would want to. I just don't think those teams want him. You know what's hilarious? I saw someone tweeting about the Rockets. It was a radio show or a podcast or something, and they said, this Rockets podcast now is talking about... Should we bring back Melo to come off the bench? <laughs> it was, a real, it was a thing. them. It was him and Alex. No, no. There's oh, like, it was you two talking about a Rockets podcast. There's real talking about Reddit. Oh. There's real Rockets people that are like, could we use Mello? Because right now, I mean, if you look at their depth chart, they're playing G League guys. I mean, they're playing legitimately guys that were playing in the G League two weeks ago. Imagine how that conversation goes. The Rockets coming back, hat in hand. To Mello. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. I mean, <laughs> How you been? We saw that video you put up. Wow, they we will not. really use that. I mean, they will not. But I mean, it was a nice. Video. There's a lot of like fans that are talking about. Could we use him right now? I love that. Was there anything it's better than watching? Oh, but Luka, they're making. Oh, but they're making the playoffs though. Luca just no, no dominate them. Luca, why? That's that's so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Did you watch any of the highlights of Luca just dominating? I them? mean. He's, he's knocking in shots from all. And Luke is incredible. He's, so in, he's incredible, man. Incredible. It's almost as if people saw this coming, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right. surprise! The guy that we all thought would be incredible is incredible. Surprise! Yeah. The guy who's already doing this to grown <laughs> right. men who have right. been playing professional basketball yeah. at eighteen is good. Hey, so let me ask a question. Talking back to the Rockets. So everybody's saying they're going to make some sort of wing move, right? Get some wing move. They're actively trying to get a wing. Mm-hmm. What what do they have to get somebody? Picks? Future picks? They have. And who's out there that's really worth leveraging your season? Or Jay- le- levering your, leveraging, leveraging your future? Have they have Daryl Morey. That's all they need. Okay, You mean the god of GMs? He's the... No, he's just god. Period. <laughs> I mean, who, what, seriously. Like, you look at that roster. Mm-hmm. Your tradable pieces. Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that's about right. I mean, yeah, teams would want PJ Tucker, but they. But why are you trade? Those are two players that are so I mean, they, crucial to that. Well, team. I mean, they they obviously would not give either one of them up for yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, they didn't. Right, offer, they didn't right. offer them in a Jimmy deal. So if if Jimmy Butler, who seemingly would be the right fit, what other wing player would they get? Get they wouldn't give anybody. I have no answer to your question. Right. So it's like this magical, <laughs> like this, and, and I think they will pull it together in a lot of ways. Like Chris Paul will get healthy, they'll find some consistency that's they'll fine. Be better. I don't yeah. think they'll be top. I don't. I mean, this is wild, maybe, but I don't think they'll be top four. I mean, it's not wild. I don't think that's wild. 
they start. I mean, there's. I mean, it, but it, it it is a little bit if you think longer. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you look this back team that goes the number season. one in the C in yeah, the yeah, Western yeah. Conference last year. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I mean, their best bet is somebody that gets disgruntled on a crappy team. Like Trevor Reza says, "Hey, buy me out, Phoenix, so I can go play somewhere else," and then the Rockets grab him back up. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if Ariza really like. There's there's real problems here. I think Ariza changes a little bit of what they are, but mm-hmm. there's something else going on other than just the loss of Mba Mute and Ariza. Something else. Yeah, Chris Paul not playing is that helps is, or hurts? Is hurtful. At least they've got him on contract for another four years at <laughs> seventy five billion dollars. It feels like. Yeah. Hey guys, oh, I mean it. There, I I get all of the like just pure <laughs> joy that that brings. Like. Ah, yes. <laughs> and it won't matter because people will just keep making excuses for them the rest of the season. Yeah, the one coming through now is like, well, their ownership just didn't allow them right. to do things. That's insane. He man. doesn't want to spend I think the there's, there's truth to it. Could I mean, be. like, Ariza probably came to them and said, hey, like, the Suns are offering yeah. me 15. If you guys will give me 13, I'll come back. And they were like, looking at the luxury tax, saying, yeah, maybe not. Wow, they're so cheap. They can't just play pay this player. Oh my god, doing? that's I, terrible. I mean, their own like they ha- they have a brand new owner. Yep, who owns most of the team himself and spent most of his money <laughs> to own the team. I think that I mean that's the biggest problem that they have right now. I think as far as like adding to the roster is like he's like yeah they have their mid level still, and he's probably like yeah don't touch it. Or there's just nobody out there to warrant signing to it i mean not now but right. i mean in the summer yeah, it could have been something yeah hey guys let's ask some twitter questions. twitter questions our first twitter question comes from at jt blount two who wants to know is it just me or did russ just almost get 20 rebounds out of nowhere when they showed the graphic that he had 10 i would have thought he had like four were you not listening to us earlier jt we already <laughs> talked about this. Yeah, it I really, mean, it's always surprising when he gets that many. Yeah, it was he was awesome. He was so good that it was like vintage Russ. Like when you think about Russell, like that's the kind of game that you envision. So and then and now he's going to play in that comfort mode for the next he, week or two. You would, that's what you can uh, until he expect. shoots twelve threes again, and then he'll go back into right. It. right. Yeah, it's just a cycle of Russ. It really but is. It really is. Is there a part of you? Like, for me, it was good to know that he can still be that. Now, I missed the Charlotte game. I did not get to watch the Charlotte game, which supposedly, I, I mean, like I said, I didn't even get to replay it, which normally what I do. He played well down the stretch. Yeah, so yeah. so supposedly in that game. But it was, for me, there was this moment where I was like, can Russ still be Russ within the context of this team? Now, like, in the back of my mind, I was asking that question. So mm-hmm. it was really, really refreshing to be mm-hmm. able to watch him against the Cavs and then really say, okay, he can still be Russ, and this team can still. Now, Paul George didn't have a great game because, well, he had a great game still, but he had, five, he had five, you know, five fouls early, and um, so he was limited in what he could do. Mm-hmm. Which is what I've been loving about Paul George is like, mm-hmm. even in games where he is not as effective offensively because of whatever, he is so, so engaged on the defensive end where, dude, he could score ten points and still be a plus on the floor. Yeah, when the shots not going, he's looking to distribute too. Yeah. Which is very helpful. He's been really, really good. In the mm-hmm. opposite of last year. There were points... A lot, I mean, last year we talk about... Wait, this guy used to be one of the best defensive players in the league. And he's been struggling. It's hard for him he to find his spot defensively. He was hurting last year. Physically. 
Yeah. It's looking back compared to this year, you can most definitely tell something was not right. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and Russell is still limping around. This year? Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because they're so overly cautious of... Like, Hamadou Diallo, like, looks fine. Obviously, we don't know the medical side of it. Yeah. I mean, Russell, like, was still skying for rebounds and stuff right. while he's limping. So but, it's just, like... Which is NBA players, what you realize is NBA players throughout the whole season, like, they just deal with injuries. They're constantly getting worked on ice, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that different thing. But, yeah, but it did feel good to see Russ be able to do that. And, and you're, like, 18 rebounds is nuts for a point guard. Mm-hmm. And especially for a guy where it doesn't feel like... I don't know. It wasn't one of these things where I was watching and going, oh, Russ is really getting a ton of rebounds. Mm-hmm. But he obviously was. 18. It's a lot. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Trey Witzel, who wants to know, is Jeremy Grant the best case of the Thunder developing a role player? We seem to remember the misses or see the stars, but Grant seems to be the ideal development for a mid guy. What about Serge Ibaka, baby? Yeah. Surge. Surge is better. There I think the That's hard a part one, Trey. And I understand <laughs> I understand what Trey's saying here. We're, we're gonna try to we're not gonna talk about Jeremy Grant. We're just gonna talk about how you're so wrong. How you're Trey. wrong. There are better answers. There was a history of the Thunder being the best developmental team, right? And I think you look at Yeah, what about Russell so, Westbrook? <laughs> so the misses. So the misses were Lamb, Perry Jones, Mitch McGarry. Who else? Cole Aldrich. Byron Mullins, Cole, Cole Aldrich. I mean, okay, so there's a list. Kevin, um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, he sucks. I, I always go back to this when I talk about Jeremy Grant and the Nerlens Noel. Remember, like, one of the reasons Noel's here is because Grant said, dude, this, this organization has made me into a much better player. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant is best case scenario in a lot of ways. He is the most thundery guy and he is developing the way they want it, which tells me a lot of things. I think number one is it tells me that the Thunder are still a good to great organization for developing players. Number one. They went from good to great. They good went, to great. Yep. Simple. They read the book. Number no, <laughs> The number two thing is I think the underrated aspect of this is, is the player themselves. Mm-hmm. The player has to want to put in the effort to become. Has to. I mean, that's the difference between like Diallo and and Jeremy Lamb and Ferguson yes. and Jeremy Lamb and Perry Jones. Like that's the difference between all those guys. You and, have to be awake and Mitch McGarry. <laughs> yeah, you have to be awake. Like those, and I don't know about Cole Aldrich. I just think that everybody misevaluated him for sure. Terribly, which is funny. Like looking back, I watched a lot of college basketball around that era. Yeah, he is exactly who he was. I remember watching him. I don't know what we thought he would. They be. lost that like first game in the NCAA tournament. And I was at that game, and I was like, oh, this guy's supposed to be like a first-round pick. Let me watch him. I'm like, oh. Yeah, right. Like, he literally was exactly who he was. You know is. why? Because he was a white big from Kansas. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. It's like, oh, usually those guys are really good. He was like Kendrick Perkins if Kendrick Perkins wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah, really. But Cole Aldrich has, like, <laughs> carved out a decent little NBA career. He just was not worthy of the 11th pick or whatever he was. Yeah. 11th pick? Who's yeah? He's eleventh. Who's who's? I don't think he's playing. No, he's out now. He was with the gone. Timberwolves last year, but mm-hmm. he's off. The, I think he's he's done out. Somewhere. I think he's dead. But um, uh, Jeremy Grant, <laughs> Jeremy Grant has <laughs> has improved so much in so many areas. I mean, it's not just shooting the basketball. It's like he's a real defensive player now. Mm-hmm. When he came to this team, he was just a guy that could jump. That's what he was good at. Jeremy can run and jump. 
Like those are the things that he could do. And now like he knows where to be on defense. Uh, he's a part of what makes them the number one defense in the NBA. You know, replacing Carmelo Anthony with Jeremy Grant is a huge part of that. Yeah. And he's able to play, you know, 30-plus minutes a night. Right. He's good enough offensively I, now. And he doesn't he doesn't take up whole possessions like he used to right. on offense last year. Yeah. No, it, he moves the ball better. Yes. Everything takes less time for him this year. Yes. Drives, taking shots, all that just takes way less time, which is so helpful to this. How old is he, 24? Yeah, he's 24. I mean, dude, what a... That could, looking back, the Irsan trade, mm-hmm. which we lost a pick, I think, a f- late first rounder maybe. Yeah, it was like a fake first rounder. Yeah, so it'll convey, rel- convey a second, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> number one, that was a great move. And it wasn't a move that probably helped the Thunder as much last year until the, the end of the season. Like, if right. Irsan was with the team. He would have really helped them. He would have helped them. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking now at the fact that we've got Grant under contract for three years that not a crazy amount of money mm-hmm. dude it i think by the end of that thing you're gonna be like jeremy grant is on a steal of a contract i think he's already there right to be honest. right so which means in two more years when he's 27 or 26 in his prime right you're gonna I mean, be like oh my be like gosh. he's the next pascal siakam <laughs> it's gonna be awesome i hate that pascal had a good game last night he man. was killer man he's <laughs> Hey, what's, listen, what's he, he runs the floor better than anybody oh in gosh, the league. That tweet made me so mad. <laughs> it was so mad. For whatever reason, like people find these players and they're like, if I can let people know, I'm going to let people know how smart I am by the takes that I have for these players. And I think the two players right now, Pascal Siakam and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. If you say good things about either one of those players, man, you are a brilliant mind. You're smart. Wow. The, you really the, know the smart basketball about. takes that you and Alex did over the summer was one of the most brilliant basketball things. It was I've really ever, Because good. it was like all of us just kind of fans and people that know at least a little bit about NBA, like it gave us a voice <laughs> into it, the insanity well and part of us were like calling each other out on it because like we would do that yeah and we're like we don't really know we didn't no, really watch right, those guys yeah. like we just hear people talking about it it was the most raptors game i've ever watched last night and it was i only watched like a quarter and a half yeah they're good man they are you know they jeremy really grant's good. first name is not jeremy it's what jeremy. what is it that was so loud in my yeah. <laughs> I think it was a weird angle that it, was it like echoed around the microphone and came back it and hit weird. it again. It was what? weird. Yeah, uh, his name is Houston Jeremy Grant. Oh, so it says on basketball. Reference. Oh my God, we should have known Carmelo was going to go to Houston last year when he's being <gasps> replaced by Houston. Oh, it was a message. It was a massage, guys. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from but yes, Trey. At Fluky wants to know who is leading the rookie of the year race, Doncic or Burton? You sure it isn't F Luki? No, it's Fluky. Nah, he hates you, dude. <laughs> it is. Wow. Because there's three years. That's oh, all I know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there's Don- only one in your name. I got you. <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's how I know. <laughs> That's how we figured it out. Doncic, man. Burton is going to be awesome. Golly. I love Deontay Burton so much. He's so great. Did you watch the interview yes, after that dude. first I did. Where he was so I couldn't I I almost looked at him and just told him how much I loved it him. It was just like the most genuine like Do you not does he not bring up old feelings no, that were man. associated with Dion though? A little I, bit. He does yeah. with me, man. He brings out the same kind of emotions. 
Well, somebody made us that thick daddy. Yeah, it's I Ray Felton, Deontay, and uh, it was so beautiful. Dion. Here's the deal: Dion, our Dion love was more of like a like it wasn't r- real. Shut <laughs> up, Jay. Jay I'm, it, I'm it not even jo- Jay. I'm not joking. Mine was completely real. Mine I'm was not. Too. What is wrong with you, oh, Jay? Okay, sorry. He was good for that team. He was really good. He's part of the reason the that they made that Western Conference Finals. Right? He was good in spots for sure. He got that turnover on Manu Ginobili's out of bounds. That's play. the same thing with Deontay, though. Like Deontay's for good, sure. good in spots. For sure. Yeah. You're like trying to insult Dion in front of us but, right now by but, saying he was no, good no, no, in no, spots. No, 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 no. This is what I'm trying to say: is if you look at the totality of Dion's career, right? No, we're looking at the point he was with us. I'm not trying to say that Deontay Burton right now is better than Dion Waiters. Like, I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that. You can try to say it if you want. I'm just trying to say <laughs> that, like, maybe we wait on the comparison of the two because on the court, they are not very similar. I'm talking about my feelings, bro. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about our souls. I can't right now. change how I feel, man. I'm talking about my feelings, man. <laughs> at Panicked Waddle. Stetson Banks made it for us. We've retweeted it. You should go check it out. It's actually so awesome. Big Daddy's. So I feel a shirt coming on right there, man. It is so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Deontay's super fun. And the thing is that, like, what position is he? I don't know. Like, he plays like, all of them. three different positions, and you can put him wherever. That's what. And Paul George said it. Like, he's he's a hooper. He's a total hooper. He's, and you can. Uh, he's a hooper. I love watching these guys. <laughs> I think that's one of the subtle aspects of this team that's just um, enjoyable for me is watching the way these guys support each other and pull for each other. Even Abdel Nader, yeah, right. So watching him, he got real minutes against the Cavs. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I think it's because it's DL- all of the TLC just kind of sucks, and it's all of the stuff that like Billy. It's the crap we don't give Billy credit for. Yeah, like some of it's forced upon him because he has a ton of injuries right now. But it looks like Nader, maybe Nader's been having a good couple weeks of practice. Like, mm-hmm. who knows what it is? But he earned an opportunity to go out there and play, and actually did well. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. And you look at Russ, a guy that's buried on the bench, and Abdel Nader. And you look at Russ, and Russ is on him every time he's down the floor. Like, do it, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Like, kind of just. It's that subtle way that Russ is a leader on this team that you don't see it, or you, nobody gives him credit for. Yeah. Um, in the same way, Alex Abrinas is one of eight from the three-point line, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just missing like wide-open looks against the Cavs. And Russ walks over to him, and I, I watched him, and you could read his lips, and he's just like, he pats him on the head, and he just encourages him, like, keep shooting the ball. Like, mm-hmm. we need you to shoot the ball. Like, all of these things that make you just realize that the, how healthy the culture is in this team. Not that they no ever question. weren't last year. Yeah. Like I think the culture was still healthy in the sense that they there was not any tension. There um, was a definite un, unhealth. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't like on the court it would make its way out until kind of towards the end of the season a little bit. And, and a lot of that was around Mello. But you just look at this team this year and they have it just seems I don't I think this team is is going to be one of the best versions of the Thunder we've ever had. They they know who they are and mm-hmm. they know what they want to do. And they have guys one through fifteen that can play. I, mean, I know honestly, who I am, and I know what I want, and I want you. Let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from at JT Blount two, who wants to know what are the chances that Deontay and Diallo are key contributors for the Thunder for years, and how big of a win would that be for Presti? 
I mean, I'm all in on Diallo being a guy going forward. I mean, no, there's no question in my mind that two or three years from now, like he's going to be playing 30 minutes a night for this. Team. He could end up being a multi All Star player. I don't, I don't know about I don't, that. I don't know about. I'm not completely sold on Deontay being like a contributor in the next like three or four years. Um, I need to see more. I yeah. love, I love him. I love him on so many levels, but I just need to see more. But I, I think do, it's very possible. Yeah, and I wonder what Burton could look like. You know, if he spends the summer and he really, you know, like gets a shooting coach and we're I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Fiedler. <laughs> I do want to see I, I want to see the Thunder's development of a guy like him, because mm-hmm. what makes Burton the potential um, guy that really I think both of them, I, I would say both of them are going to be contributors going forward. And the reason yeah. I think Burton can be is if they if Mark Bryant, if some of these guys can get with him and really, really teach him. And shape him to be a guy that can guard two through five mm-hmm. and stay with some ones. Positional versatility. Right. Like he he has that potential <laughs> mm-hmm. to be I mean, we've talked about it and he's not obviously there yet. A PJ Tucker. Yeah, I think that's uh, their vi- Draymond Light. That's their size vi- is like that's the their same. vision. Yeah. Is that he's a f- basically maybe when Patterson is done with this team, that maybe he can slide in and be yeah. that backup yeah. four. And so, in so what I would say is, right now they're not there, right? Obviously, because mm-hmm. like I watched him against Jokic. Did you? I don't know if you paid attention to that, but there's a point. He defended where, him at the rim pretty but well. There was one point where Jokic backed him down, and it was yeah. like a oh, Burton's not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, in Jokic, that's unfair because Jokic, Jokic is missed, a monster. Though. He did, and he's giant. He is Jokic thick, and he if did he get yeah. a little chubby. Yeah, has he always been that way? He's always been all right, a little a little doughy. Yeah, he but is a he used doughy. to be. Fat, he I used think, to, right? He, he used to drink like two two liters of Coke every yeah, day. That's yeah, that's right. Gosh. Anyway, but it's good um, for you. But you like watch that. He's not quite there yet. But if <laughs> if Burton really puts in the the time to to become a really like, I don't know if he has the I don't know if he has the ability to be elite defensively. But if he can be really really good He's, defensively, yeah, I just think that be. that gives him a space on the team. I see Diallo as being the starting shooting guard of the thunder in a few years i could see that yeah that is certainly possible so i mean that's those are huge gets this Mm -hmm. summer all right our next twitter question comes from at pepsi united who wants to know could you please address what windhorse said on russ and the offense so windhorse said that Russ doesn't listen to. He basically tried to dramatize the situation and say that Russ doesn't listen to anything Billy Donovan tells him to do. Mm-hmm. Just to create a stir and just to get people <laughs> talking about Russ because for some reason, the Thunder are really good this year. Russ hasn't been an issue. But if we're going to talk about the Thunder, we better talk about how Russ is a bad person. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Russ must have been mean to like these reporters at some point. Well, he's mean to the reporters all the time. I know, but there's some who are obviously more sensitive or they hear of other reporters and they stick up for them, you know? I mean, I think what Winhorse said was true. I think it, I think it's true. I think that it was also taken and misunderstood by a yes. lot of people uh, to say that he just doesn't listen to Billy, period, which is not true. Like, he listens to Billy Donovan. He listens to his play calling. But the thing is that Russ and Billy have a trust between the two of them. Um, and, that I mean, superstar players do what they want to do most of the time. I mean, there's a piece right now that Brian Winters wrote about LeBron James 
doing what he wanted to do despite what Luke Walton was telling him. Mm-hmm. This is what top five, top ten guys do. And that's what and it's Stan, not really a. Sto- it's not really a story. No, but honest. it's it's Russ being. Um, it, it's just Russ, so it's a story. Yeah. But um, Stan Van Gundy was talking about this yesterday too, and he said there are some players that play better in the feel of the of the game, and like when you when they're so good, like Russ, like LeBron, offensively when they do their own thing, mm-hmm. the coach lets them. And he was like, and there are other players that think they're good enough to do that. And the coach does not let them do that. And then yeah. that's when there's an issue. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I guarantee... He said, "He said I have... I guess there's an assistant coach right now that worked for Stan Van Gundy for a couple of years. And he said, I know that coach really well. That's not Bob, what's it's, going it's on. It's Bob Byer, I think. Oh, okay. And he was like, I guarantee you Russ is not just doing whatever he wants. And that there's He's a conversation. Not. There's an understanding on offense. Well, we've seen how he's changed his game yeah. from last year to this year. Yeah. Like he's he's taking more shots at the rim. He's taking less mid range jumpers. He's giving the ball up more. I mean, he's changed, and that's and that's at the direction of the coaching staff. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I believe that. And also, I guess I just want to say too, when you watch basketball, do you want them to run set plays every time? I don't understand why you want the coach to nope. control the game. Nobody does that. No one does that. So no. then why, when Brian Windhorst says this, are people like, oh, man, you got to listen to the coach. <laughs> the I, coach is going to win you the game. I think some of it is that when people think about coaching, they think about how they've been coached and like the level of coaching that they've experienced. Yeah. <laughs> and like they think like back to middle school, high school days where it's like my coach told me to do everything and I did it because that's the way. And we won games. Yes, we won a championship on the back of my coach. And I, I think that people think like that. And it's like yeah. professional sports are you, – you can't even compare them. You can't even do it. Even to college. Like these guys have so much more power. These guys are so much better than any college player. I mean they just it's, – it's not a comparison. So people need to stop like trying to take their lives and compare it to the NBA life and say like, well, back in my day, we, we played defense and listened to the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you look at so much of head coaching is, is really – Dealing with personalities. There's personality. That's why mm-hmm. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was great, not because he was an X and O's guy. He was great because he managed personalities and he handed out books. Yeah, and, and he, he would make him do yoga, and he, you know, like, but he would just he was really good managing ma- massive egos, right? And, and take take a look at the way the Thunder interact, like you were saying earlier. Like some of that is Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's very few coaches. There's very few coaches that really take any player that comes into them and says, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody does that. Mm-hmm. Pop? Pop did Spolstra? it with Tony Parker, I guess. It depends on yeah. the player, though, right? If, like... I don't think Spose... I don't know that Spose like that. I think, I mean, Greg Popovich, he's, like, one of the only ones left. And look, and look at the things he's saying right yeah. now. Did you get that? The NBA, the NBA sucks. Because like, we're not good. Yeah, I don't like the three-pointer anymore. I think it's ruining basketball. It's like, oh, my God. None of your players shoot threes, and you're losing. This is why you're saying this. It won it us a championship sound. in 2014, but <laughs> we're just kind of... And should have won in 13. <laughs> right. Like, come on, dude. You sound so sour grapes oh, right gosh, now. Gosh, man. There's, there's a lot of sour grapes. And I love pop, but, man. So that's the hard part. Like, nobody... You're absolutely right. Coaching is not the way you think it is in the NBA. It's not. No. You know what you do is you let your guys play, and you try to create a system, and you call a couple out-of-bounds plays. Hey, here's how to move the ball. Move the ball like this. It's not like 
It's, you, you, it's a big picture thing. It's steer, not. It's not yeah, the. You're steering the ship. Yes, when things yes. are going awry, you bring them back in and say, "Hey, listen, these are the things that you're supposed to be doing, and you're not doing them." And yeah. then they go back out, and then yeah. they try to do them. Yeah. Billy will say that too, where he walks. You know, he's like, "I don't. These guys are professionals. I don't need to come in here and, you know, try to get. They should have motivation within themselves for these things. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, surely he comes in and says things and challenges things, and sometimes he does have plays and he has motions and sets that he. And I think Russell does some of them sometimes, but sometimes Russell just rustles. Yeah. And sometimes that really works, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, but this team, those are things that are said about teams that aren't good, and the Thunder are good, and they're playing well underneath Coach Donovan. And I also think it's, it's hard for people to fathom that. And I think it's a, a bringing a football mindset to basketball, too, well, again, which is the same thing with wins and losses, too. Is Football is, they play, play call- calling. It's play calling. And um, and basketball's just so not that. It's just different. Yeah, very different. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Turtle3309, who wants to know if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I put a lot of thought into this one. Okay. You know where I've been, like, I think burger and fries. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's just... And and it could be variations of that burger and fries. Yeah. Mm, no. Little avocado. Yeah. Every nope. day, a little different. A little bacon, a little avocado. No. Nope. Veggie burger. You got to pick one. Turkey burger. What do you mean? Like then I can say mm, Chinese food. Yeah. No, that's it's a little not bit the of same. different different yeah. Chinese food. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it is ex- I'll do it is fried exactly rice. What you're saying, and mm, that it's I'll you're do some not steam white rice. You're today. not picking one meal. I yeah. would say you're picking. You saying one. Chinese is like me saying chilies. I would eat chilies every day. That's not that's that's basic. I mean, with the door you've opened, you could if you, you could yeah. that's just under not, the J this, rules. This is, you guys are being ridiculous. I want a hop dotty. Yeah, been to that one. I haven't been. It's okay. Did you pay sixty thousand dollars? Nobody. Yes, <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous how expensive that is. And and I hope they never it. try to sponsor us. It's not worth it. <laughs> so here's what I'll say though: Don't even try hop dotty. But it's a ba- it's a oh, it's, it's a very okay burger. <laughs> Next week, mm, you know what I could really go for. <laughs> It's a very okay burger, mm-hmm. and it's still good. Mm-hmm. So that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Mm. You didn't really pick one meal. You picked a variety of Okay, meals. Luke, stop criticizing everybody and do your own thing. What is it? <laughs> Give <laughs> me yours, Luke. This is what I would do. A number one Chick-fil-A. Boom, done. Every single meal? Yeah. Every single day? Yes. You only get... You get, you get we, I don't get... Oh, uh, okay, I'll have you almost cha- yeah. I'll you can't do sauces. it, man. You might as well say Chinese food. No, because I get the same three sauces every time, but I'm gonna dip them in different variations. True. Boom. Okay, I have one. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing. There it's was not the same when I was a child. I can tell you my up. exact toppings. When I was a child, oh my I gosh. spoke like Taylor a child. is trying to talk Go you ahead, too, baby. and you're Come being on. extremely rude. Lay it on us. You both are being very rude. So upset. Um, I'm so upset. There was a a specific Chinese restaurant. When I was a child growing up, mm-hmm. and it had sweet and sour chicken in their fried rice, and I'll ne- it the, nothing's ever tasted like it in the rest of my life. Uh-huh. I will probably never eat this again. But if I could, that's what I would eat every single day. That's it. Where was wow. it? Well, it was in Ireland. So I think I'll never eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese food in Ireland. Yeah, that's really funny. From this one hole in the wall Chinese place, sweet and sour chicken, Cantonese style rice. Oh. Wow. I can taste it now. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I choose uh, Chinese food, the whole menu. Yeah. You're allowed to. Uh, that's an option. <laughs> yeah. True. 
Jay made it an option so. <laughs> by saying burgers <laughs> and the variation of burgers. I choose. Uh, I'll I'll take four restaurants off Northwest Expressway <laughs> as my one one meal. That I'll your have. one meal is Northwest Expressway. Just Northwest yeah. Expressway. Okay, that's fine. Which ones? All the chicken ones. <laughs> Canes, <laughs> Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, Five Guys, uh, SMB. Oh my gosh, where's um, the SMB on Expressway? Between uh, Council and Rockwell, over by Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a weird spot. I don't think a lot of people mm. go there. Isn't mm. that kind of? And if I can go back in time, Village Inn. Oh my, oh Village my gosh! Inn. Village Inn was so good. We went after every single football game throughout high school. We did. And it was so. That makes good. me so happy. Did yeah. y'all ever eat at home? There used to be buffet? a server there named Benny, and he was like our friend. <laughs> it was awesome. I used to always sneak an entire uh, pancake and try to eat it without anybody noticing. Why did you it have was, to sneak? Were you not allowed to eat pancakes? No, because we would all. He'd be like, "Look over there," and then we'd all look and we'd turn around and we'd go, "What were you pointing at?" And he'd, <laughs> he'd have the full pancake in his mouth, and then he'd take the syrup and pour it directly into <laughs> his mouth. That's true. Oh, so this was a prank. It was a. It was a bit. It was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit, and it. Killed. I'm proud of the man you've become, Andrew. It, it killed every. It time. killed every <laughs> single time. If he did it today, I I would die. <laughs> laughing. It was, man, it was. So it funny. was my village in bit. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to village in all the time. It was Explain so what village in is to people it's who don't like know. It's like a it's like an IHOP but better in every way. It's like IHOP if they never cleaned anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was always a little dingy. <laughs> uh-huh. But it was 24 hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, it was. It had the same like interior from when it opened in Absolutely. the 70s or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Here's opened. here's how you know. <laughs> That it wasn't great. They had to tear down the whole building. <laughs> they they took yeah. down the whole dang yeah. thing. That's where I think what Chick Fil A is. That's where Chick Fil A is. Yeah. That's where Qdoba was. Because uh-uh. they know what's over there right now. Because they tore it down. My favorite restaurant put up mm, a pretty we, good. We restaurant couldn't too. be too mad. Yeah, I can't be too mad <laughs> right. because we got Chick Fil A. I was like, okay, yeah. you made it up. On the corner there. Speaking of this, good is, I don't know why we're down there, but on the corner of Rockwell and Northwest Expressway, if you're familiar with Oklahoma City, so mm-hmm. there's two things, three things from my from my growing up. Village Inn, mm-hmm. Crystal's Pizza, Crystal's Pizza, yeah, Crystal's which is now where Chili's was, which mm-hmm. was like the coolest place for a kid yeah, ever. It was, it was awesome. It was great. Now it's Chili's. And then the third one, so on the corner there used to be Hardee's, and it became okay. Carl's Jr. First time I ever had a Western bacon cheeseburger. Jeez. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, Wait, this? there used to be a Carl's these, Jr. right there? Yeah. These where Starbucks Where the Starbucks and the... Place yeah. that always changes and no one ever goes, to. <laughs> but it's always <laughs> a sandwich place. Here's the thing always about here's the thing yeah. about it used crystals. to be Walmart where Hobby Lobby is. It used to be Quiznos. It did used to be mm-hmm. Quiznos. The thing about crystals in my mind when I think about crystals, it could seat a thousand people. It really did. It's feel a like castle. That. It was <laughs> huge, and they had different tiers, and you could there was there was seating. A, for a bazillion people. They had a theater in there. <laughs> I'm kind yeah. of glad that I can't go back because in my head it's I know. just so it good. Like, and I oh, feel yeah. like if I went back today it'd be like <laughs> this magical <laughs> place. Theater that played cartoons. Arcade. All the Up and downstairs arcade. Oh, yeah. yeah. 17 dining rooms. Yeah. <laughs> there was like there really was like one main dining room, a second dining room, a third dining room. And you'll every go back. flavor of candy stick that you can yes. imagine. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And, and you'll go back now, and there's like, oh, there's only 25 tables in here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what what is, is this? This looks like, like Village Inn. What happened right. here? And the stuff where you turned in your tickets was so, like, immaculate. And oh, like, yeah. It was perfect. It was, it I was remember like the last Duncan's time I went toy to. chest. 
It was so good. Man, was was it? Um, was Crystal's competing with Chuck E. Cheese? No, no. it was like a different level. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it sounds the exact same. Thing. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah. it was it's like not as box made though. Like, like Chuck E. Cheese, like you go to the same Chuck. Crystals was like I yeah. think it was maybe it probably wasn't. It was not. There, there are they all over multiple? The place? I well, think there's still one. There's still one. All right, I'm on it. I think. See you guys. No way. Cool. And, and parents didn't hate to go there in the way that they hate to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And uh, do we know? Could that? you get alcohol at Crystals? Is that why? I don't know. I was like 13. You never. You I don't guys know didn't that I drink c- back then. <laughs> I don't know that I cared if my parents liked where we were going back then. You know what I Kids mean? Kids don't That's care, true, but you go there more often. Like I went to Crystal's more often than I went to Chuck E. Cheese. We never go to Chuck E. Cheese, exactly. ex- except for a birthday party. That tells me parents don't like it. Oh, it's awful, dude. The same guy that started Taco Bueno started Crystal's Pizza. Oh, <gasps> this makes so much sense. It does so make so much sense, actually. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, guys, I got a question. A final question, but before I ask that, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. We got hats on sale right now. Guess who helped us make them? Oklahoma Shirt Company. More like Oklahoma Hat Company. (laughs) It feels so good to get two of those in a row. I couldn't even <laughs> risk going for three. Um, but they have been so helpful in helping us set that up. Get those hats to where they look great. Help us design them. Get them on Jay's, Jay's face. <laughs> has blown Jay's However, they are great. And they got their shirt of the month club. $10 a month plus shipping and handling. Get you a new Oklahoma themed shirt every month. Signing up, you get an introductory shirt for free. Holidays are coming up. What are you going to get somebody? What if you gave them a gift that came all year round? A year, a year supply of shirts? Oh, my gosh. You'd be the best mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin ever. It's true. Think about doing it with Oklahoma Shirt Company. If they live in Texas, guess what? They got a Texas shirt of the month club. Arkansas. Arkansas. You got people that live far away. Guess what? Give them a little taste. Of Oklahoma, but with their state theme. They'd love that. I'm telling you, the other thing they do so well, and you talked a little bit about this, any custom apparel you need, they're going to hook you up. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just did some shirts for our church, like for Christmas season. Now it's getting late. Like you, you're, it's, If you haven't done shirts yet, you need to call them today. You might think I'm out, I'm, I'm out of luck. And I'll tell you what they do is they work to work with you. If you work they for do. a nonprofit, if you're a part of a church, they have special pricing for nonprofits and churches. And uh, they just want to take care of you. They got great people over there. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Tell them down the dunk sent you, and they'll uh, give you a high five. That's right. Support those that support us. Gentlemen, I have one final question. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. I just read this now. Southwest Airlines is in trouble, or they issued an apology yep. for mocking um, the name of this little girl. Did oh, you yeah, guys see I this? Yeah, I, did. I did. It's her first name. It's it's pronounced Absidy, but it's spelled A B C D E. Yeah, and the mom is like really mad about it. Guess and going what? online and stuff. You have named your child to be mocked. Yes, like everyone that sees it says that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, heard, and experienced in my life. Yeah. 
And the daughter, like, they try to make it kind of sad. And I guess it could be. Sad. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not I'm on sure. either side of this. I'm, I'm sure, sure when she goes when she, every day of first day of like first, second, third grade. Yeah, they're like, uh, uh, what the hell is your name? Yeah, how do, how do I pronounce this? A B C D E. Or they're gonna think it's some like computer errors or like whatever. I guess there's a quote here from the child that says, "Mom, why is she laughing at my name?" As if it, in in earshot. Well, you know what? The, you know what her mom should say. Well. Daughter. Because I named well, you. I named you the well, five first letters of the alphabet. About daughter, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> that's whoa. what she should. That's whoa, what whoa, she should whoa. say. Luke is. Uh, I feel bad for the child. I do not feel bad for the adult. It is their fault. We'll be putting out a <laughs> apology later today. Wow. To A B C D E. I'm so sorry. So sorry. It's absidy. Duh. Read. And that's and that's an ugly name. <laughs> yeah, and it reminds me of abstinence. Absidy. Reminds me of absidy, which is. That's where I work R- out. What's right underneath my shirt? <laughs> yeah, Ab City Girl. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you left the pee, man? Yeah, I, I burn the roof of my mouth on Thanksgiving leftovers. Ooh. And sometimes I'll have temporary lisps. <laughs> do, you got, do you got hanging down pieces of, of cotton? No. But do you? Do no. You? It just hurts. <laughs> Did you set that whole thing up? No, it really doesn't hurt. It's a third pearl. Say crystal. Crystal pizza. I'm about done.